Greetings, Quester, and welcome to Tiny Meeple's Big Talk with Matt and Richard. Hello and welcome to this Tiny Meeple's Big Talk where we are answering yet another big question that literally nobody is asking. Really? Yeah, nobody. Well, I'm surprised because it's really going to affect people. The answers to this. I mean, people will be thinking differently about their daily life. This is it. It is an important question. It's just not one that I think most people have uh, have thought before. Well, I suppose there have to be certain circumstances where it would be relevant, because like not everybody works in an office. This is correct. So today we are answering that question: Which are the worst comic book characters to work in an office or call centre? Right. And in my head, I'm kind of thinking more not like. A small office but you're thinking of you know like a, a larger sort of business where maybe you've got like those cubicle type offices or I think a bit like that working together in a similar environment it could be a call center mm. it could be telemarketing it could be some other kind of business yeah so I had a few thoughts about well things I've never worked in an office myself mm. so I've had to kind of imagine First of all, what, what it, it would, would be, be like. like. <laughs> yeah. So that's basically the big flight of fancy that's in there. Are you affected by this? Well, <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine what it would feel yeah. like if you were? If you were. Yeah, so that's <laughs> it. So I'm just kind of thinking if I was in an office, who would I not like to see working on the desk next to me? And uh, I think I just have to say before we start with any of these that, and I think this guy is going to be the worst in a lot of lists. I think the worst one for me to see would be Dog Welder. The same as... Funnily enough, yeah. I didn't write him down well, on because, my list. Because he was so bad in that other list that yeah. we did. And it's like, in there's my... a lot of a lot of different things that people could be doing in an office, but they're not welding dogs to people. <laughs> so. And man, he doesn't talk, he doesn't show his face, so that would be a very bad one to work with. But as I say, I don't, I don't know what it's so much like working in an office I mean from what I've seen on TV I just imagine it being there's lots of strange goings on and a, a mm. boss that keeps saying that's what she said all the time but then that's, <laughs> that's my, what I'm that's, working with me really isn't it? <laughs> yeah this podcast has given me an insight into that so um, but Matt has actually done a lot of research this week I and mean, it's basically been a montage of research hasn't it mm -hmm. like been in late nights in libraries blowing dust off books <laughs> and he, <laughs> he knows so much about this subject that I'm just going to well I'm just going to listen and really just react to what he's saying so <laughs> I mean there is a couple of uh, characters that aren't on my list that I did actually think of after I'd completed my list mm. one of them I, I wasn't going to mention actually that was Dog Welder because that was from our worst heroes to worst comic book characters to live with. Yeah. Um, and any, I, I think he's probably one of the worst people in for any list. Yeah. <laughs> because you know ha having someone that goes around welding dogs to people's faces is just not a nice person to be around in most situations. Well, my life is certainly different since you mentioned to me about Dog Welder. I did actually look <laughs> look him up, and it's just so funny on I think it, on on the uh, the wikia. That's got his entry. And it's just like a list of his equipment, welding gear. <laughs> a list of weapons, dogs. And it's just like, or well, the description, he welds dogs to people. <laughs> That's it's fairly self-explanatory. I mean, in many ways, his name states very clearly everything you need to know about him. <laughs> yeah. um, but moving on from uh, Dog Welder, uh, another DC character, Swamp Thing. Yeah, that would be pretty imagine, stinky. Imagine working in a confined office equipment, the aircon's down, and there's Swamp Thing stinking the place out of vegetation. We watched a film that had him, had him in the other day, and he was massive as well. <laughs> so it's like, 
<laughs> you take up most of the office, I think. Yeah. So I'm going to go through a lot of these kind of briefly just to get your reaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one uh, is a Marvel character, and I think this is probably the first one that most people will will bring to mind. Jubilee from the X-Men. Jubilee, right. We know that she has pyrotechnic abilities, but she's generally very bad around equipment. Right, so So, that's the aspect. Yeah, just thinking, like, you imagine you've had a really long, hard day, you've been writing up that report that your boss has been on your case for, Mm -hmm. Uh, you've just about got it finished, she comes past and accidentally blows up your computer. Yeah, see, I was thinking more of the actual um, powers. Mm. So I would think, like... Like in X Men terms, like Gambit might accidentally like touch something and it blows up a few seconds later. He, like he's been on the copier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that would be deliberate if Gambit did that to you, and that's a naughty Gambit. It is. Um, yeah, but he is mischievous deliberate. anyway. So. He, he is, and yeah. you know he is one of my favourite uh, comic book characters because I've really enjoyed his, his character in the comics and in the mm. cartoons that I used to watch as a kid. So, but yeah. it would be very deliberate with him. Jubilee would blow things up. By accident. Yeah, so Jubilee just being basically a klutz. Yeah. That's more than her powers, it's just her personality. <laughs> Second one, and actually in some ways I'm expanding this to most characters with this power. Mm-hmm. Um, but just one specific example, Dr. Psycho. Okay. From the DC Universe. Mm-hmm. Now he's one of Wonder Woman's villains. Okay. He's a powerful telepath. He's got the power of mind control. He's yes. also harbours an intense hatred of women. Well, there's a human resources disaster right there, yeah. like with all of that. <laughs> so you just kind of think, you know, he'd just be a terrible person to his female co-workers. Yeah, he would. Um, you can imagine that he wouldn't help female customers. Mm-hmm. You can imagine him particularly using his mind control ability to force women to buy things that they don't really need or want mm-hmm. because he just hates women and needs to shift some product. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, and when the female boss comes from corporate... Like, it'll just make her walk out the window or something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's just not going to be a nice person to have in the office environment. And, no, you know. it'll just be a bad environment for everybody. Really, yeah. Another one, uh, from this time from Marvel, mm-hmm. uh, Dakin. Dakin, okay. He is Wolverine's son. Right. And this is nothing to do with claws. This oh, is everything it? to do with the fact that he can use superhuman pheromones to manipulate other people's emotions. Right, so for the same reason, well... Very much similar there's a reasons. Few, yeah, there's a few people that those kind of powers would be very For good. example, it's shown that he can use his, um, his powers to make people afraid. Right. Imagine him sort of like trying to cow the workforce. Yeah, or if he's doing the PowerPoint presentation yeah. and he wants you all to react. <laughs> yeah. Also, in a weird way, he can uh, cause sexual arousal by using these pheromones. <laughs> Again, and HR. Just, HR. Yeah. And I just imagine him as kind of being like the office creep. You yeah, know, the, hanging around the be. water cooler, hitting on people, <laughs> and they're powerless to refuse his advances. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, don't be in an office environment with him. Uh, going over back to DC Comics now, uh, the Clock King. Are you Clock familiar King. with this character? No. He's one of Batman's villains. Right. He has no powers, but he can sense patterns and on the, the temporal plane. Um, he's got an Sounds abili- like a power. <laughs> he's got the ability to basically perceive and manage time to a superhuman degree. Ah. For example, in fights, no one can land a, a hit on him because he can. He knows exactly the amount of time it right. takes for an enemy to punch him or kick him or something. Okay. So he just dodges out of the way in time every time. So do you think he would just be like over-punctual and really annoying? I can yeah. imagine him being the worst supervisor ever. Yeah. Because he'd be like, <laughs> oh, you know, watching. this report could have been done five seconds ago. Where have you been wasting your time? And just yeah. being on your case 
or all could, the time. You could tell that you're not going to be able to do the report on time, even before you've started yeah, it, because you haven't you've been time. mucking about and yeah, checking your it. Facebook and status and perhaps, <laughs> yeah. you know, watching a Medicine Meeples video. There's ah, so many yeah. things that you could be doing to waste a bit of work time. Mm. So there we are. The Clark King would be a terrible supervisor. He would be, yeah. And employee, I think. Next one, we're going back to the X-Men again. Yeah. A lot of them would be terrible in an office. <laughs> <laughs> Pick a, which X-Men do you think is going to be next on my list? Um. Well, oh, the, the, I was thinking of like Wolverine just for his feralness, basically. <laughs> I mean, it, it, was, it was okay as a limo driver in, mm. in Logan, but he didn't react incredibly well to when people were slightly rude to him so imagine him like in the complaints department or something <laughs> imagine that being a disaster but yeah the, the being pulled up for calling somebody bub 10 playing around <laughs> yeah well that, that would be that would be on an easy day for him i think i would much rather work with wolverine than this next guy i've got on my list yeah. from the x-men so who's that this is maggot maggot a, uh... a mutant called maggot yeah now the reason he's on my list he has a hollow digestive cavity, mm-hmm. basically, and that houses a pair of semi-sentient slugs. One's yeah. called Eeny, the other one's called... Meanie. Meanie. Okay. <laughs> What's Marnie and Mo? That's the <laughs> <laughs> No one asks about Marnie and Mo, or you do go to HR. <laughs> but these semi-sentient slugs bore their way out of his torso, right? Yeah. And they use an enzyme to digest basically anything that's in front of them. So just imagine you sat there, it's lunchtime, you, you've got a disappointing ham sal- salad in front of you. Or, and let's face it, I mean, when is a, a ham salad or sandwich anything other than disappointing? It's got the word salad in it. So. Yeah, and the word ham. I'm not, <laughs> actually, when it comes to ham, I'm with the vegetarians. It's not um, to lose, <laughs> But they come out and they digest things at super speed. So oh, you're right. sat there, this guy's in front of you. He's got his, you know, couscous or whatever in front of him on the table. (laughs) And all of a sudden, these two slugs burst out of his stomach, giant slugs, go through his uh, meal at super speed. And bearing in mind that they can probably, um, they go through anything. Mm -hmm. They go through his uh, tray. They go through the table. It's destructive. It's it's disgusting. I mean, I, I I support his right to have these slugs. No questions asked. But I know it's going to put me off my food. And if it's yeah. a disappointing ham sandwich in front of me, I'm already not going to be that inclined to eat it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, there we are. Maggot. As as, yeah, he would have to go home for his lunch, wouldn't he, really? Yeah, but he, he doesn't. That's the thing. He doesn't. He does, does it in public because he's got <laughs> his right. And if you complain about it, he he complains to HR that you're, you know, repressing his right as a mutant. I always did think that some of the X-Men, they can't all have amazing powers. Some of them must have just something that is a real bind or is kind of gross. <laughs> and that kind of... That kind of proves it. Well, he was briefly an X-Man, and if memory serves, he, he tended to eat alone a lot. <laughs> well, as long as he did... Well, yeah, he's right. Yeah, another HR thing, you can't expect him to just leave just because he's disgusting. Now, the next one is on a similar vein, but this is a DC character. Mm-hmm. This guy's called Matarita Lad. Matarita Lad. Yep. That's a great name. <laughs> uh, he will eat anything and everything, and he doesn't need sentient slugs to do it. As long as it's matter, I suppose. Yeah. Which, but he will eat glass, he'll eat lava, mm. anything. I mean, at one point, he literally ate his way to freedom <laughs> when him wow. and his team were in prison, and he yeah. tunnelled through <laughs> by just eating, eating everything. <laughs> right. Um, uh, but just imagine, just you're there, you're trying to get your work done. It's been a long day. You reach out for your stapler and it's gone. 
because Matarita lad got snackish and he's mm-hmm. been through and he's at all your stationary. Yeah, that would be pretty terrible. On that kind of vein, I mean, I was talk, I wasn't thinking of ones that are quite a, as obscure as you. I was just thinking of some of the well-known ones, mm. which would be uh, a bit awful to work with. And I was thinking of Magneto for those similar lines because, yeah. like. Where's all the metal? Actually, where's all the paper in some clips? ways, that'd be really the... useful though, because you'd yeah. be like, "Oh, I need a paperclip." Oh, I know there'll be there'll be you know swirling around <laughs> Magneto <laughs> while he hovers in his office. Yeah, that kind of thing. Also, it would be kind of terrifying if it's the Michael Fassbender version because yeah, he's just he just seems scary in those. <laughs> I mean, I know technically the um, the Ian, Ian McKellen, McKellen one is pretty bad as well, but I don't know what it is about him. <laughs> so I would just imagine like. Paper clips and staplers just floating out of my office <laughs> if he needs them, and that becomes very annoying. Yeah. Uh, right, this is another DC character, and I think most of my remaining ones, bar one, are. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Mr. Nobody from the Doom Patrol. <laughs> Mr. Nobody. Yeah, and his power is that he slowly drains the sanity of people he's around. Well, that's just now, any boss. I was going to say, most people would argue that every office already has somebody <laughs> like that. Yeah, they do. He's actually got the, the, the certificate to prove it. <laughs> yeah, alright, so if you know that that's going to be the case, then basically yeah. don't recruit him and put him in cubicles around other people. You know, as we say, every office probably already has somebody like that, and if you're thinking, well, my office doesn't, well, it's probably you. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the next one, okay, this is a guy called Arm Falloff Boy. <laughs> this is <laughs> great. another DC character. His real name is Floyd Belkin. Right, arm He's fall a... off. So, like, does his arm fall off? Not Arms. just his arm. He's, uh, he's from the 30th century, and basically he detaches his limbs uh, so that he can then use them as a blunt weapon. Okay. So, so he'll, like, take his own arm off and beat you over the head with it sort of thing. Is that better than just carrying a weapon or I suppose <laughs> no it's no it's not <laughs> oh, right, okay. <laughs> but the thing I was thinking here is what if this guy takes it into his head to liven the office up it's a bit of a prankster so, so he just... goes he goes right you, you're there you're trying to get your work done you you know you you rush you've got a schedule you open up a drawer to to get a new pen or something <laughs> and it's just, like... just a <laughs> 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 An arm just flies out and strangles you. <laughs> or, or you go to, you go at lunchtime, you're hungry, you've been working hard, you go to get your lunchbox, you open up your lunchbox, your food's missing and there's just a hand in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or even if he just leaves his hand on your disappointing hand salad. I mean, that's, again, like the like maggot, that's just going to make you not want to have it. That's right. It's just not going to be a nice experience working with Arm Fall Off Boy. And this is <laughs> another one of DC's more useless and gross characters. Um, <laughs> yeah, quite good I'm, at that. I'm quite impressed with the amount of these type of characters DC have got. Mm. That takes us on to our next one. Red B. Red B. Real name, okay. Richard Raleigh. Right. He has no powers. <laughs> he has no skills. What is it with DC and no powers? He has bees. <laughs> he has bees. <laughs> he has, in his so belt... into apiary. He has a... Yeah, his weapon is that he has trained bees in his belt. Right. <laughs> now, you may think, well... That's not how is that going to affect me at work? Well, just imagine that there's someone in your office that's allergic to bees. Yeah, basically, yeah, that would just be a hazard. Or it? he takes them out every now and then to air. You've got bees flying around. 
the buzzing's annoying you. Oh, his, they... his belt's gone, so his pants are falling down. <laughs> HR turn, are coming yeah. to, around to tell him how many times have we have told you not to bring those bees in? Mm. Please put some pants on. Yeah, yeah, put your pants back on as well. <laughs> so there's there's genuine reasons for concern with uh, Red Bee. Or they or bees just come in to steal your stapler or something. Like if he needs it, then a swarm of bees just descends on your desk, and then there's like less stuff when they leave. <laughs> so. And you're not going to argue with the swarm, are you? No, no. You, well, you wouldn't know which bee to argue with first. <laughs> so we're going to go on to um, the last Marvel character now, mm-hmm. Zeitgeist. Okay. Or Zeitgeist. real name Axel Clooney. Mm-hmm. Now he spits acid. Right. He, right. He's got this cavity in his mouth which creates this acid that, and it's yeah. just oozing into his mouth so he he can drool with it and etc. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking how dangerous he would be if he had a cold. You know, because yes. normally the worst thing that happens if someone comes into work with a cold is you try and keep your distance and yeah. you've got, you, they may sneeze on you. Saying, but with this guy, if he right sneezes now. on you, you've got You're acid in your face die. or on your yeah. arm. It's not... It's not nice for a work environment. And some workplaces are a bit strict with sick days. Mm. And you would really want him to not use up all his sick days because then he'll like, have a little bit of a sniffle and he'll come in anyway. He'll try to brave it. Uh, a lot of the time, companies encourage that kind of thing. But it could be deadly with him. It really could. It's yeah. not a good environment to be in when someone could sneeze acid all over you at any <laughs> moment. <laughs> and that is really going to interfere with your work habits. I mean, how how can you really focus on, you know dealing with some complaining customer when you know that at any point someone could sneeze your arm off. Yeah, so Zeitgeist is there going, ah, ah. <laughs> everyone ducks, <laughs> everyone's down. You know, yeah. there we are. Mm. Uh, and you can't even make the guy wear a helmet to cover this because as soon as he's had his first sneeze, the next one's going to get you. Yeah. It's it just unpredictable. Speaking of un- unpredictability, the last hero on my list, mm-hmm. uh, and again a DC character, yeah. the Infectious Lass. <laughs> a real name draw a sept she's again a- yeah she's an alien hero right. uh, from the planet somatar um now her body like the rest of her species is home to thousands of infectious diseases uh, <laughs> so basically, Mr. Burns <laughs> yeah, a body the body of these aliens uh, are home to colonies of microorganisms mm-hmm. um, now they are immune to those diseases themselves but they carry those diseases within them and can infect other people right, right. so she's a carrier of everything so she has a certain amount of control over this um, but she can't fully control it, as has been shown that she's accidentally infected other heroes before. That's even worse She's probably done things. as much harm in her career as a hero as she has good by the amount of diseases she she's just accidentally stay infected in. people. Like, even if she can fight crime, she should just stay in. I mean, there are other, other heroes to fight crime. <laughs> yeah. So, who aren't going to infect you with something terrible and... Uh, <laughs> some sort of horrific alien disease. Yeah, we should pick the name Infectious Lass. <laughs> it just sounds terrible. Well, I mean, she's a nice girl. It's not her fault that she's going to give you an infection. No. Okay, <laughs> I'm not going to say anything about that. <laughs> so many jokes Richard's not making right now. Yeah, just be thankful. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's your that's a, that's a pretty good list. I mean, there's some very obscure ones. But I feel like I've learnt a lot here. Um. I think another very bad one would be Deadpool because 
imagine him being in the next cubicle along. It would be very hard to get any work done, wouldn't it? And he wouldn't do any work unless it's funny. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> if there was some work he wasn't supposed to be doing, then he would do it. He would, like, stay up all night doing that work. But that's how the, that's how you'd get him to do your work, wouldn't you? You'd go, <laughs> yeah. you'd go around, Deadpool, you better not write re- that report that I need to do and get ready for tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be in so much trouble if you do my report. Yeah. If I find my report on my desk in the morning. <laughs> Plus, if he's in a, com- a cubicle, he will break the fourth wall. And if he goes in there with a the unicorn, leave him alone. Just <laughs> yeah. Leave him alone. That's all we can say. <laughs> yeah. So, this is my list of worst characters to work with in any kind of office environment. I'd be, I'd li- very much like to know what you think and who you would least like to work with. Do you know any more obscure than the ones that Matt has done? <laughs> like, any more obscure than Arm Fall Off Boy? We'll use that as, like, the benchmark. That's the benchmark yeah. for obscure <laughs> okay. characters. Please, I'd love to hear more about these kind of characters. Um, if there's any more mainstream characters, because my list, apart from Jubilee is, and Dakin, is probably fairly obscure. Mm. Um, but if you've got some more popular ones, throw them at us as well. Basically, what are your thoughts? Tell us those thoughts. And you can... <laughs> it's imperative that you do, for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Drop by and see us on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram and just share some thoughts with us. In the meantime, stay meddlesome. And be careful. If you get an office job and you see any of these people, it's probably best to move on. Yeah, just work on your resume. Tell us what you think in the comment section below. Farewell, Quester. To find out about other productions by the Meddlesome Meeples, then check out our channel or rendezvous with us at meddlesomemeeples.com. Until next time, Quester, farewell and keep thine axe sharp.